Before we begin today's episode, I'd like to make apologies for audio quality. Um, I'm not making the recording at my usual spot in the house today, and I'm close to where uh, a mosque is, so you might be hearing um, calls for prayer during certain periods of uh, today's recording. Now, for today's episode, I'm going to be addressing two questions. One of them, which I have um, addressed in the past, but I think it would be okay to go over it again because we have over 490 episodes so far, really close to 500. And I don't expect that everybody who is listening to the podcast uh, for the first time is going to be patient enough to start all the way from episode one and then run through everything. So there might be times where it is appropriate for me to uh, rehash um, um, old topics so that those of you who've been listening for a while, you can get a refresher. And then for those people who are finding the podcast for the first time, they're going to uh, know uh, what my thoughts and opinions are on the matter, especially from a sales perspective. So the first question is going to be on contracts and agreements. There's this idea that contracts and uh, agreements are the ultimate protection for your business resources, your interests, your rights, especially when you're dealing with problematic uh, customers or people who want to interpret terms and conditions in a problematic way. So are contracts and agreements good protections for your business? For those of you who've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I think that that's not the ultimate protection. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that debate uh, today. But for those of you who do agree that that's the um, ultimate um, protection, the question now becomes, how do you arrive at the terms and conditions of the contract? Because if the contract or the agreement is the perfect protection for your business, that doesn't mean you should just hop on the internet and then get uh, template contracts or open your business law textbooks and then look for uh, boilerplate terms and then make that the terms and conditions of your contract. Because if you um, import foreign terms to this uh, transaction, you might end up um, confusing the situation. So if you're going to use contracts and agreements as your ultimate protection, then you have to be really, really careful and really deliberate about what the terms are that go into these uh, contracts, your terms and your conditions. So how do you arrive at the terms and the conditions? From a practical sales perspective, there are going to be two things. Number one, is going to be the business conventions in your trade. And then number two, you're going to be looking at the critical requirements or you're going to be looking at the key execution points for your customer or for delivering the product. And those are going to form the uh, critical terms um, of the contract. So if you have a legal background and you know what those two things are, then uh, wording the contract should be easy. If you have a lawyer, that's no problem. Just figure out what these things are in plain English, what the conventions are, and what the key requirements are, the key execution points, and then tell your lawyer. And your lawyer should be able to draft a nice, tidy document um, that should uh, be ironclad. Well, that should be uh, good enough to provide all the protection that um, you need. So now let's look at business conventions. Now we're all involved in different trades. Those of us who are listening here on the podcast, some of you sell services, some of you sell products like inverter batteries, some of you are wedding photographers or wedding planners. But the thing is, no matter the business that you're involved in, there are certain uh, conventions that um, govern these sorts of transactions. So, for instance, wedding photographers in Lagos, in Abuja, in Indugu, or maybe in the United States, there are going to be different conventions about how much money is typically paid. Is it 30% upfront? Is it 50% upfront? Is it 70% upfront? And when is the balance um, typically paid? So, these are business conventions that anybody should know. I mean, brides who have done some research should have a vague um, idea and so those sorts of things should be um, in your 
contract so you're not having to uh, renegotiate it um, every now and then it's pretty much a standard term and it's something that you um, let people know when you're dealing with them so it's the same in the construction space uh, payment terms as well uh, for those of you who are doing photography in the corporate space it's also the same thing especially for those of you who are dealing with um, corporate international organizations there are some of them that have this thing about payment terms where they pay net 30 or net 60 or net 90 I have never done business on net 90 and that really sounds like crap well anyway uh, what does net 30 mean net 30 means basically that you provide the service today uh, December what's today's date today is December sorry not December November 7th of November so you provide the service on the 7th of November and then they pay you in 30 days and that's just a typical thing with some of these um, corporations so that's the most extreme I've done so far net 30 but I've heard of some businesses that pay net 60 and net 90 but then again if you're one of those um, superstar uh, commercial photographers who are doing advertising campaigns in Lagos and your bill runs up to um, a couple mil um, I guess it's not a problem to do the job now and uh, next month your account gets credited with uh, you know 7m or however much they pay those guys so it all depends but the bottom line is there are going to be business conventions and then these should form the basis of your contracts so next is the thing about uh, critical requirements or execution points for you and um, for your um, for your customers so uh, okay let me fall back to wedding planners so for wedding planners for instance you have to come up with the decor and stuff like that and um, you typically are going to do the setting up um, two nights before if I remember correctly because it's been a while since I hung out with uh, decor people so it's either two nights before or the night before and for that to happen um, you you're going to have to have made all your props a certain number of days before and for you to have made all your props a certain number of days before you would have to have paid your vendors your carpenters your all the people that you're working with X number of days before and for that to happen payment would have to have been received by a certain date so in this case let me just guess that for all that to happen for the carpenter to be paid the people who make the drapes the people who are going to work on the custom lighting and all of that so if the wedding is going to be December uh, 24th uh, let me just hazard a guess that for everybody to be paid on time or for everything to be made you would have to receive payments uh, sorry payments um, two weeks before so in this case two weeks two weeks is what that's seven plus seven 14 14 okay so in this case you might have to you would have to receive payment by December 10th so that's going to be a key part of the agreement because you can see here it's a critical requirement and it's a critical execution point so in other words if your client does not pay that money December 10th there's absolutely no way you're going to be able to get things ready for December 24th because the capital is going to need three or four days the drapes people are going to need X number of days this person might need this number of days you know stuff like that so for those of you who are in the uh, construction or maybe installation business this is stuff that you guys are already used to so if you're building a road um, you need X number of days to grade X number of days to lay the uh, tar or the concrete the concrete needs a certain number of days to dry and uh, what else a certain number of days for you to um, wet it uh, you know things like that so bottom line is if the road is going to be ready for the 1st of January in 2024 
uh, work must have started on you know a certain date in November or October or whatever but basically they're just fixed points fixed things that have to be done and you can't rush it so if you're in the building space and let's say it takes concrete three days to dry then you actually need those three days to dry and if you want the concrete to be set by a certain date then uh, you'd have expected that certain payments would have been made um, before well ahead of time for you guys to buy the concrete to get the laborers to mix everything and then stuff like that so these are all the things that are going to form um, part of the uh, contract so for business conventions that's already settled we all know what the business conventions are so that's not a problem now when it comes to critical requirements and the execution points the only way for you to arrive at this is you have to have well-structured sales conversations with the potential customer because you need to figure out what it is that they want when they want it, how it should be delivered, how it's supposed to be done, and then you're going to be able to map out what the critical points are. And of course, you know that if you miss one, then everything is going to fall apart. Wedding photographers are familiar with this, especially if you have couples that come into the country for the wedding uh, and they're heading back for the honeymoon. Um, uh, okay, so let's say you need um, three weeks to make the album and uh, but unfortunately the couple is going back a week after the wedding then you know that you guys need to have to now start talking about delivery costs because they're going to leave before the book is ready the book is going to have to be sent out you know things like that so we're going to have to ask all these conversations this will be part of our well-structured sales conversations that's where we're going to figure out all the second items that are going to make um, part of the uh, contract so um, now, obviously, because from the examples that I've given, if you miss one thing, everything else falls apart. You don't deliver on time and um, yeah, you miss out on um, other obligations. So this is how you can use sales practice, good business development practice to make sure that your contracts are ironclad. Because it's by having all these conversations, uh, if you're new to the podcast, they're typically called uh, discovery conversations. That's around uh, figuring out what it is that the problem is or the vision that they're trying to solve or qualification um, questions that is to figure out who you're talking to the level of need and things like that so qualification and discovery so that is what uh, the conversation sorry the qualification and discovery part of the conversation is going to um, help with so um, summary is the contract the ultimate no I don't think so but if you're going to use the contract as the ultimate protection and these are the terms that absolutely have to go into the agreement. Number one, business conventions. Number two, you need to have well-structured sales conversations with these folks. Figure out what the key milestones that you guys need to hit. What are the critical requirements? What are the execution points that you guys need to hit? To hit? And then um, all these things need to form part of your contract. So we have hit 11 minutes. And so I'm not going to be able to do the second question because I want to... Uh, keep our podcast sessions real tight from now on so the question that we're going to tackle tomorrow is whether you have to be sociable as an entrepreneur uh, that's a question I shouldn't take a lot of time so what I'll do is uh, yeah we'll tackle that tomorrow um, being sociable and then uh, so tomorrow's episode will now be a uh, two-in-one recording so thank you very much guys for listening to today's show Remember that you can ask me anything by sending me a WhatsApp message on 080-6466-2140. Again, you can ask me anything via WhatsApp at 080-6466-2140. The country code for Nigeria is plus 
Again, the country code is plus two three four. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.